Hello, and welcome to this special Data and AI Digital Developer Conference edition of the IBM Developer Podcast. Let me introduce you to my guest and honorary co-host, Justin McCoy. Hello, Justin. Hey, Luke. Happy to be here. Well, glad to have you. And you are the organizer of this upcoming Data and AI conference. So I wanted just to talk to you about that. First of all, I imagine organizing a conference during the times of pandemic is, is probably quite an interesting challenge. Oh, it has been quite the challenge, but you know, I can't take all the credit, right? There is a incredible team behind each of the tracks of this conference. I wish I could do it all on my own, but it does take an army to pull this together. Okay, well, let's dig into that a little bit. So you mentioned there's multiple tracks. So what are these tracks and how have you structured the conference? So the conference really is geared towards a technical audience, right? We're trying to remove some of the mystique that surrounds machine learning and artificial intelligence and empower the developers, the data scientists and data engineers with tools and some cutting edge design patterns to follow in order to implement common solutions that we've seen across industries and across our client set. So the conference itself has been organized across four tracks of increasing complexity or technical detail. Track one is focused on AI in production. This is, you know, we're bringing in clients and partners and leading researchers from around IBM and outside of the company to talk about challenges that they've faced and then discuss a little bit about how they address that challenge and what that ultimate result was and ending their session with kind of the discussion of the architecture that's provided in order to solve that problem. From there, we pick up on track two. Track two is a bunch of hands-on labs. It's, it's five hands-on labs and workshops. And we're picking up from that architecture point of view and jumping into the code and into the platform to actually build from those solutions, build from that architecture. So attendees of the conference can kind of figure out where they want to go in track one, and then picking up in track two, build that architecture, get started for their next project. Track three, you know, continues on this deep dive into data science and machine learning with a full end-to-end data and AI essentials course. This is a condensed version of what we deliver from IBM to some of our largest clients. And it's going to be delivered completely on demand in IBM public cloud on cloud pack for data as a service. Track four dives even deeper and has a, a really interesting component to it. It's our focus on open source and data competitions. So here we're actually releasing a new data competition focused at predicting wildfires in Australia this summer. And we're re releasing four new data sets in order to make those predictions. So I love this, Justin. This makes so much sense because I think one of my biggest, you know, gripes with content out there is sometimes you'll get these sort of like futurist high level AI is going to, you know, change the future talks. But like, what do you do with that? And then other times you'll get like a lot of detail, which is great, but it's also like, where's the, the context? So I feel like I can see how you reminds me in filmmaking. There's this whole idea of, you know, you have your sort of shot that establishes it and then you can kind of dig deeper. So I, I, I can see how you have built this sort of layer cake here that gives the big picture, but then it also drills down and gives you a way to, this is what you're going for, wasn't it? 
that is, you know, I didn't think about the, the filmmaking analogy, but that's uh, very apt. You know, we definitely have those bigger picture talks, right? We're bringing in experts from the Linux Foundation, uh, the co-founder of the Jupiter Project, leaders from IBM and, and from industry to, to talk about what their vision of the future of artificial intelligence is. But again, like you said, we are pairing that with some hands-on lab sessions so you could work through the state of the art today and walk away having built something from attending this conference. Well, and I appreciate that you were able to connect me with some of the speakers, and I have excerpts from the conversations that I was able to have with them this week. Um, should we maybe dig into those now? What would you, uh, who, should we, who, who should we hear from first? Well, I am so curious because I have not seen some of the sessions myself. Um, you know, I think Rama is an incredible speaker. Shear is an incredible speaker. I believe Pooja is leading one of our labs, and she's also spent time talking to you about one of her sessions. So, you know, roll the dice. Uh, I'm up for any of them. All right. Well, let's let's start with Ruchir. I'm not sure if you know, but Ruchir is one of the leading researchers, if not the leading researcher from IBM. And he is an incredibly personable man. Uh, I know his schedule is busy, but he still takes time to speak at these conferences and even share cool articles that he, he finds within Slack, within IBM. I can't think of a better person to represent the company and to talk about the future of AI than Rashir. I too think this is something that should be so interesting to developers, right? How are we going to supplement software development with artificial intelligence? And as one of the world's leading researchers in natural language understanding, Rashir is in a unique position in order to share those insights with us. My talk is about a very exciting topic, uh, two of the most important technologies in the area of software and AI which is really about the intersection of these two technologies. It said, software is eating the world. And the question that I'm going to address in my talk is, will AI eat software? Why yeah. should a developer want to attend your talk? It's developer's job to really keep up to date with disruptions coming in technology. Software world moves amazingly fast. And AI as a technology is disrupting every aspect of our society and software will not be left alone either. And it is important for us to discuss and realize what intersection of software and AI is already impacting the world today and what will it do to help the software developers in the pain points that they have in terms of reviewing the software, in terms of debugging the software, in terms of deploying the software, really making sure we can get robust software in the hands of our practitioners is why a developer should attend this talk. Why should a developer want to attend this conference? A developer should attend the conference on data and AI because data is really the backbone of AI. And there are lots of software aspects that are related to, as software developers, we are you know, working with data all the time, the governance of data, the deployment of data, the continuous integration of data. And when I say data, data can be of many kinds. It can be software artifacts, it can be configuration files, it can be 
uh, log files, it's you know, data comes in all different forms. And as software developers, we deal with data of all kinds. And it's important for us to realize when these two technologies merge together, this conference is really about addressing that at its core. And that's why I believe there is no other better topic to address in a conference than data and AI and how it is impacting the software world of a developer. What is the future of AI? So as humans, or I would say as, as scientists, we've been uh, pondering this question for a long time, since the advent of the term AI in 1950s. The future of AI, I would say, is bright. Specifically, you know, the, the future of AI rests on three major legs, I would say. One is data. The other is technology, which is software and algorithms. And the third one being compute. And that triangulation is the one which will decide the future of AI in terms of how it is augmenting humans. It is not about replacing humans, us as developers, as example. No, AI will not be about, it will not create a new algorithm for you. It will really help you get your pain to a much lower level because it can help you debug the problems. It can help you find you know, the right uh, software assets that you may not like to integrate. It may like to guide you in the right direction in terms of giving you the right insights. It's really about humans and machines working together. And that, I believe, is the future of AI. And that's why I believe it is bright, because AI can help automate the painful tasks that we do day to day as developers. And it's really about making our life better and thereby making our customers' life better. Oh, man. This is where, you know, I had mentioned earlier, my favorite part of my job is getting to meet such a in incredible engineers, scientists, and developers. It's fascinating. Yeah, and he's one of the best. Let's move on to our next guest. So let's let's hear from, uh, from Rama. Rama is an IBM fellow. And for those of, that don't know what that means, right, that is the pinnacle of your career in a technical role within IBM. This is someone that was appointed by the CEO of the company and is entrusted to lead a huge business forward for the company. I think there's only been 250 or so in the history of IBM. So it's a, a very prestigious role. Rama is talking about that whole end-to-end -end life cycle of building and deploying machine learning models, right? And, and deep learning models that are the foundation of everything we do moving forward in software development, at least as I see it today. And she touches on something that I think is incredibly interesting that most, I don't think most people realize, right? She works and IBM works with companies across all industries and solving similar, but very industry specific problems across industries. And this idea of, um, you know, continuous learning and enhancing your models and monitoring your models and being able to describe if their models are fair, if there's bias in your models is something that is faced across all of these industries. So she speaks from a position of authority and experience that is, is incredibly broad. And I, I think that allows her to, to look at this world of machine learning and, and deep learning development very differently than someone that, that focuses in on a narrow space. It's exciting to have her as a keynote speaker. 
My theme is to let developers know what it takes to deploy AI models in production. These AI models that go into building AI-infused solutions. And from a user perspective, that is user or a consumer of this AI-infused application, what are all the concerns that they would have in managing the life cycle of these AI models once they are deployed in production? So I'll be talking about the issues they would be concerned with, such as you know the robustness of the AI models, the continuous learning, the accuracy of the models, how to make sure that their models that we have given them are fair, transparent, explainable, and all that. and from the perspective of the person who is responsible for managing it once they are in, you know, in their environment, what tools and what kinds of capabilities do they need? So it's, it's really for a developer, it's very important to have this perspective of who their users are and what, what their concerns are. And when they build these models, how should they build them in a way that the users can consume them and manage them and maintain them easily? So that's what I'll be talking about from a from my own personal experience of deploying AI models to production and having worked with many clients. What are the lessons learned? What are the best practices and such around that? What is the future of AI? I'll tell you in a, from a very practical perspective, right? AI in the immediate interim really has humongous potential to automate things, to help augment humans capacity and abilities. And those humans can be depending on the business process, right? They could be developers themselves. They could be operations managers. They could be running a business, customer support in retail. It could be any number of things. The the, the users augmenting their capabilities. It's automation, augmenting user capability, optimizing the business processes, right? When large, tremendous amounts of data is getting generated, how do you optimize all these processes and offering that decision support to users? So I would say it's the potential of AI is in this notion of automation, optimization, decision support for humans, and also providing personalization. You know, we have services in Watson portfolio that help you understand people at a deeper level, their sentiment, their personalities, their emotions, communication tones, and using all these things, you can also personalize engagements to people. So these are all things that are very much possible. And if we apply them to the consumer and business domain related use cases, we will be unleashing AI's potential for really practical, useful purposes. And of course, not to mention when you apply the the industry dimension to it, right? Um, The healthcare uh, industry, insurance industry, and we are looking at financial services and retail. So you, you take these dimensions of automation, optimization, decision support, personalization, overlay them on different industries, has tremendous potential to transform these industries in in a number of ways. And that's the most practical applications of AI that I see in the near future. Of course, in the far future, there are so many interesting things that we can talk about what AI can do and cannot do. Uh, I'll leave that for another day. I was blown away by the breadth of the vision, not only the technology and the client needs, but like the knowledge workers in between all the way down to like the consumer that's going to be using it. You could hear in talking to her, and we had a, this was just an excerpt from a larger conversation, but I was, it was clear to me that she really did have like, she was seeing the whole picture from the deep technology all the way through, you know, all the steps, all the way down to that, 
the consumer, which is, it's so interesting. A lot of people talk about, you know, caring about their clients, which is great, but it's also like caring about your clients' clients ultimately, which I, I was really, <laughs> you don't hear that every day. I, I mean, I think of it as this idea in software development, are you a full stack developer or a front end developer, right? You know, since the 2000s, right? you've always been, it's been valuable to be a, a full stack developer instead of just kind of narrowly focusing on one piece. I'm curious, and I don't know this, but is there a, a similar term for data and AI and machine learning developers, right? Someone that understands how to manage data governance, understands how to clean the data, the deep data science piece, someone that knows how to, to train the models and to tune the models and to deploy that model, you know, that, that full stack deep learning or machine learning developer, there's got to be a term for it, right? I'm not, I haven't heard of one. Maybe, maybe we should try to key one. If, if you think of it before <laughs> the end of this, this, <laughs> this podcast, we could maybe like a deep uh, stack developer or something. Uh, you're, you've got all sorts of great ideas, Luke. I, I might look towards you for that. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's, let's jump into one of our next speakers. My name is Pooja Mystery. I am a developer advocate on IBM Cloud. I focus on a lot of data and AI technologies, specifically using our conversational AI platform, which is Watson Assistant. So my focus is doing a workshop that is about building dynamic conversational AI. We're looking to learn about how data and AI is done in an enterprise environment. And not only are there talks about various different topics involving like everything from machine learning to deep learning, but also some really hands-on labs that allow devs to get their feet wet and learn about what it takes to deploy models or even build a fully functional, scalable, conversational AI bot. And some of these things are, you know, Definitely hard to do, especially if your dev's trying to learn by yourself. But this conference provides so many resources and uh, hands-on follow-alongs that really let you learn end-to-end the whole data and AI lifecycle. We just listened to some intros from two of IBM's you know, famous researchers and leaders. And we have Pooja here, who is a developer advocate based out of New York City. And she is on that path. Right. She is someone that is out there working with clients, out there in the community, is focused on artificial intelligence from a developer perspective, and just can clearly communicate the value and you know how to get started with a broad variety of tools, both from, from IBM and the open source. So it's exciting to have her on as a speaker. And I think she's got a really bright future ahead as a a future leader here within IBM and the world. All right. Let's uh, let's jump into our our last guest we're going to have in this podcast, but not the last guest for the conference. My name is Omid Meh. I'm a developer advocate. I've been with IBM for about five years, and I have a background in software engineering. But a while ago, I went back to UT Austin to get up to speed in data science. And now I advocate for data science. On track three, we are talking about an end-to-end use case of data science. So we are taking the audience through a full journey with hands-on labs on how to start with the raw data, how they can train their model based on their data, how they can deploy it as an API endpoint, and how they can monitor it to make sure it's doing what they want them to do. So really, 
that's an end-to-end story on what to do with data and how to apply data science to it. You know, I think even until now, a lot of times AI has been focusing on how to create an awesome model that predicts something, but it's been hard to take AI to production and actually use it in things that have real life consequences. So I think AI is getting to a point now it's mature enough that people can apply it to real life problems and bring it to production. So I'm excited to see AI actually be used more frequently in every aspect of life. And I think that's where AI is going. I think we've nailed one part of it and now we're taking it all the way through. So uh, why should a developer want to attend the conference as a whole? Have you seen the lineup? Um, I was looking at the lineup earlier yesterday and they have speakers from Anaconda. They have speakers who are IBM fellows. They have speakers talking about all new and cool, exciting things around data and AI. And like I said, it's not just one specific thing, but rather they're focusing on actual AI challenges and actual things that's happening in the real world. It's hard to keep up with data science. So it's nice that somebody has done all the hard work for us and brought all these cool people and cool topics together. That was a great answer. And the Justin bonus question now, what is the future of AI? You know, I think even until now, a lot of times AI has been focusing on how to create an awesome model that predicts something, but it's been hard to take AI to production and actually use it in things that have real life consequences. So I think AI is getting to a point now it's mature enough that people can apply it to real life problems and bring it to production. So I'm excited to see AI actually be used more frequently in every aspect of life. Oh, we're, we're lucky to have Omida as a member of our team and the lead for the Data and AI Essentials course here. He, he has spent the last year and a half helping clients all around the world build a data science and machine learning practice in their business. And he's taken the insights that he's gathered and he's condensed it into this five-hour course that's going to be delivered as a on-demand session or track for this conference. It is absolutely fantastic. If you, you know, are a data engineer and you're used to gathering data or cleaning data and you don't see the rest of the life cycle or you're a data scientist and you're only really focused on tuning the model and you don't see what's happening on the other perspective, this is going to give you a full end-to-end view. I think it's so valuable and it is built from you know, countless experiences that we've had with our clients in order to make sure it, it's a, a solution that's generalized enough to, to fit multiple industries. I think you really hit on a, a key point at the end of your, your commentary there that, you know, one of the things that IBM specifically, but just enterprise in general has is, you know, these established huge amounts of data, huge amounts of things happening every day. And especially, I think we're coming off of such a hype cycle around AI. So uh, I'm really psyched for this this whole conference. Now, let me ask you this. Where where should we register? How sh- wh- what, what's the, I'll put it in the show notes, but like, how do we register? What should we know? Where do we go? And, and when is it? It's ibm.biz forward slash devcon dash AI. And there, all you have to do is click the registration button on the top and you're in. On November 10th, the same time the entire conference goes on demand, we're going to have a live watch party and we're inviting all the speakers 
and AI experts from IBM to come join us on our Twitch stream to answer your questions. I'm really glad to hear that because one of the things that I am missing a lot in this the way things are right now and not going to conferences is that interaction where you get to actually meet people and talk to people and ask them questions and and get that camaraderie. It's a big consideration, the cultural aspect, right, of, of like how do we interact and how do we connect as as professionals. So this is awesome. Yeah, and you know, I, I think even at the biggest conferences, you don't always have a chance to to get on and ask the speaker a question. And, and here, you'll be able to log into the IBM Developer Twitch stream and directly ask the speaker a question. And anyone that will be attending, I think that's going to be incredibly powerful. In concert with that, we're also running a Slack channel to answer your questions. But it's a great place to come and meet other data scientists, data engineers, and developers, and to hear about the challenges that they're facing and the tools that they're using to solve those challenges. So hopefully, you know, through Slack, we'll get some of this community that we're missing out from, you know, face-to-face conferences. Excellent. Well, let me ask you this. Is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have or any other thoughts you have for our listeners and viewers? Well, look, I actually have a question for you. And you probably saw this coming, but you've gone through and you've talked to leading researchers and developers around this field now for the the past two weeks. What do you see as the future of AI? That's a great question. And I'm glad you asked it. I think it's about bringing it down to what's important to you, what's important to your business, to your team, to your your life, your customer's life. And you know, not having that sort of like abstract futurist kind of notion of it, but really bringing it down to like, what can I automate in my life, in my workflow that makes it easier for me? Hey, identify your problems, apply data science principles to build up layer by layer. It's like any good software product, right? It's like you're building it incrementally over time until you have this thing that does what you need it to do. So what's so exciting about it is that it is, it's tangible and it's, it's near term and we can actually have these things and they're real and it's not some like science fiction fantasy. Yeah, I, yeah, you're you're absolutely right here. I think it's the democratization of artificial intelligence. It is no longer something you need an advanced degree in order to to build and utilize. It is in the hands of developers, and that's why I think this conference is so important. Is now developers have the power to build and infuse AI into their applications without having that advanced degree or to spend countless years doing research or even gathering data. Well, Luke, this has been really fun. You know, thanks for having me on the podcast. I look forward to future episodes focused around data and AI. But in the meantime, I encourage everyone that's listening to to go out to ibm.biz forward slash devcon dash AI and register for this digital developer conference on data and AI. If you're unable to make the November 10th date, don't worry. It will all be available for replay at any time. So go and check it out. And I'm excited to hear your feedback.